In Paul's letter to the Colossians, specifically 3.12.13, he encourages believers, deemed the elect of God and saints, to embody characteristics that reflect their holy position. While they are intrinsically holy, their conduct should also reflect this holiness. The characteristics Paul lists are in stark contrast to those of non-believers. As believers mature in faith, they should increasingly display these Christ-like attributes. Tender mercies, or compassion, reflects Christ's empathy, as he felt deeply for both believers and non-believers. Kindness is the active manifestation of this compassion, ensuring that concern for others translates into action. Humility is about prioritising others' needs over one's own, an attribute Christ consistently exhibited. Meekness, or gentleness, represents controlled strength, while long-suffering, or patience, is enduring wrongs without retaliation. Paul emphasises the importance of tolerance among believers, especially in a self-centred culture. This tolerance is crucial for effective ministry and fellowship. Also, Paul urges believers to forgive as Christ forgave them, accentuating that while the world may value revenge, Christ values forgiveness. This teaching affirms the importance of modelling one's behaviour after Christ. Moreover, Paul asserts the paramount importance of love, agape, among Christian virtues. As highlighted in 1 Corinthians 13.13, love stands supreme. The unique love exhibited by Christ is frequently acknowledged, even by those who don't necessarily follow the faith. This divine love starkly contrasts with the world's flawed perspective on love. Modern society often propagates a conditional form of love, suggesting that we should continue loving others only until they wrong us. However, Christ's teachings advocate for a more unconditional form of love, urging believers to love others purely because he cherishes them. This selfless love is epitomised in the teachings and actions of Jesus Christ, as evoked in John 3.16. Such love is described as the bond of perfection, representing the zenith of Christian behaviour and conduct. Furthermore, the peace of God is differentiated from peace with God, as stated in Romans 5, 1. While believers are assured of eternal security, they still possess the free will to go against God's commands, similar to how a child might choose to disobey their loving parent. This disobedience doesn't equate to a loss of love or security from the parent. Instead, it results in the parent imparting discipline out of love and concern for the child's well-being. When the child decides to obey, they experience a deeper level of fellowship and closeness with the parent. Drawing a parallel, Paul reminds the Colossians of the profound fellowship they can share with God when they live in alignment with his commands. This obedience and fellowship with God naturally lead to a sense of gratitude. Paul had previously touched upon this theme of thankfulness in the earlier part of his letter, as seen in Colossians 1.12. He indicates the importance of being in harmony with God's directives and the resulting joy and thanksgiving that comes from being in communion with him. In addition, the significance of God's word is paramount. For believers to attain spiritual maturity, it is essential for them to consistently engage with the word of Christ, which is the Bible. The term to dwell signifies to permeate or to inhabit. God wishes for his word to be deeply embedded in believers' hearts and lives. By turning to the scriptures, Christians can make informed and wise decisions. Moreover, the word of God isn't just for personal growth. It should influence others as well. 
Believers have a responsibility to teach and counsel others using the scriptures, ensuring they understand it correctly and steer clear of doctrinal mistakes. The reference to psalms, hymns and spiritual songs by Paul pertains to expressions of worship. This verse's similarity to EPH 5.18.21 implies that being filled with the Spirit is synonymous with allowing the word of Christ to dwell within one richly. Last but not least, in Colossians 3.17, Paul distills his message to the Colossian Christians into one concise sentence. He instructs them to conduct themselves, both in speech and action, as if they are acting on behalf of Jesus Christ. This idea is akin to being an ambassador for one's country, where one's actions and words are a representation of the country itself. For Christians, this means emulating the character and teachings of Jesus in all interactions with others. Paul maintains that this should be done with a heart full of gratitude, giving thanks to God the Father through Jesus. This notion of thankfulness isn't isolated, but is recurring throughout various letters and books of the New Testament. It's presented as a cornerstone in Christian spiritual growth, referenced in multiple other epistles and writings, such as Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians and Thessalonians. In summary, Paul advises that embodying the teachings of Jesus in one's daily life isn't just a suggestion, but a fundamental aspect of Christian living. And doing so with a grateful heart amplifies the essence of these teachings. In conclusion, in Paul's letter to the Colossians, specifically in verses 3, 12, 17, he outlines a set of virtues that Christians, considered God's chosen people, should embody to reflect their inherent holiness. These virtues include compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Paul points out that these attributes are not just moral values, but are fundamental to Christian identity and community. Further, they are central to effective ministry and fellowship among believers. Additionally, Paul reiterates the importance of forgiveness and tolerance, contrasting the Christian worldview with a more revenge-oriented secular mindset. Also, Paul gives special importance to the virtue of love, or agape, stating it's the highest Christian value. He repeats that Christ's unconditional love should serve as the model for all believers, contrasting it with the conditional love often promoted by modern society. He connects this to the concept of peace, differentiating between peace with God and the peace of God. While the former is about eternal security, the latter relates to daily obedience and fellowship with God, which leads to deeper peace and gratitude. Moreover, Paul stresses the importance of God's word, urging Christians to immerse themselves in the scriptures for spiritual maturity and effective ministry. This engagement with the Bible isn't solely for personal edification, but is also crucial for instructing and counselling others. He equates being filled with the Spirit to letting Christ's Word dwell richly within oneself. Finally, Paul sums up his teachings by encouraging Christians to act as ambassadors of Jesus, meaning every action and word should reflect Christ's teachings. He underlines that this should be done with a heart full of gratitude, a recurring theme throughout various New Testament letters. For Paul, embodying Christ's teachings in daily life isn't just a recommendation, it's central to Christian living.